March 30th, Wednesday. It's 8.02 p.m. when we're recording this. And I have Rachel Parker with me. Rachel, thanks for hopping on. Thanks for taking the time tonight to Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, We don't normally do this in the middle of the week, but also normally in the middle of the week, we don't have... We don't have like a year uh, every day. Harris join a Senate race. Um, (laughs) Yeah, a year and a day. That's right. A year and a day every day right now (laughs) in St. Louis, Missouri. That's what it feels like. Every day you're just like, what? Like even people that normally don't make cracks like that, Right. We're making cracks like that on Twitter. We're just right. like, what happened? I'm like, I don't know. Trish Gunby <laughs> normally cool, cool. Like the, yeah. Like even crystal Quaid got in the fray with right. like some, some clapbacks just cause like, it's so, so extra. Like uh, it's, it, the day felt like that. Uh, it was that, is that best in show? No, it's not best in show. What it's the one where Fred Willard keeps his catchphrases. What happened? That's a mighty wind. Mighty wind. But yes. yes. Yeah. What promoter. happened? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what happened? What that was happened? my line. That's what I would say. And then they would laugh. It was wonderful. <laughs> yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what I kept thinking all day was just, I just had Fred Willard in my head saying, what happened? Over that's better over. than what I had in my head. Um, <laughs> well, what did you have in your head? Cause that's where I should, I probably shouldn't say, cause I don't know if it's true. So I'm not going to talk well, about let, it. Let's, let me step involves, back in frame. So right, yeah. Monday, Steve Roberts, state Senator gets in the race in the first against Corey Bush, Trudy Bush, Valentine gets into the democratic primary against uh, Lucas Kuntz. Uh, who, and that was like a quick switcheroo because we, it was a little bit like for, for people that are following along at home and don't yeah. know who we're talking about. Yeah. It was kind of almost not quite as stunning as the Pete Buttigieg and Amy Klobuchar. Yes. Jopping out yes. and endorsing Biden because that was sort of like a thing you could kind of see coming. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The tea leaves were there. If you wanted to read them, this was like, there was, this woman nobody's really ever heard of. She's never been involved in politics. Right. She's never floated the idea of running for office in front of anybody that, I mean, maybe in private circles because that's how rich people are. Cause right. rich people always decide they're going to run for office because they can. But um, <laughs> Scott Sifton was the other kind of career Missouri politician who we'd always maintained was kind of like certainly in the, in a lead consideration for the democratic Senate nomination, but wasn't raising any money. Right. Like just right. was not, raising any money um much to the chagrin of of many 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 people by the way yeah none of us were impressed with this campaign ever right it felt lackluster it felt like no it never really kind of i i don't i and again like i don't want to speculate because i don't really it's not like he's my guy or anything i'm not like that excited i was never that excited about him and i saw from the way that he was doing things i was like well that's probably who he is he's probably not a lackluster dude in general this is how he's going to campaign, which is not going to be enough against, say, Vicky Hartzell. We've talked about this many, yeah. many, 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 yeah. many times. Yeah. And then we wake up <laughs> filing day. We wake up on filing day and we're not we weren't that surprised that Steve Roberts filed against Cory Bush. And there's many other Cory Bush challengers, too, we should say. Yeah. Um, that's not going well for him um, at all. Like if Twitter is a bellwether, he's going to have his ass handed to him. I wrote this, I wrote about this in our uh, blog right? Uh, for our Patreon subscribers. Um, so that is what, that was not exactly what I would call it. disappointing and, and, and kind of traumatizing. Uh, but on the deadline, on the filing deadline, which was yesterday, right? Yesterday was the filing deadline, right? Right. right. Here comes, there goes Scott Sifton. He drops out and here comes a Bush heiress. Like yeah. 
like, within like an hour, she's in the race. He's endorsing her, not just dropping out, dropping out her. and endorsing her. Like, boom, just like a snap. And we're not people that ever go like, ooh, this is like backroom. No, that's some backroom dealing shit. Like, yeah. I don't know. We don't know really who exactly. And we can make some guesses. But sure. um, and we, you know, I, I've had. And, had and I did make a guess. And then I got called out for that guess by the person that I guessed about. Yeah. That was like, I think you should talk about how kind of like, who me? That it's was so kind funny. of awesome. It's so, so funny. My personal Twitter account, I, I tweeted out a screenshot of our Slack chat where I had said, that I was talking to somebody uh, the other day or the day that all this was happening. Right. And I, I basically said that, you know, Lucas Kuntz is done. I think he's dead in the water. I think yeah. his money's going to go away. Yeah. Because she doesn't need any money. Right. No, she's a billionaire. Yeah. Right. So she doesn't need the money to run. Uh, and the folks who were giving him money aren't going to want to give him money now, I think. And so I said, I said, I think he's done by Memorial Day. And now I'm just waiting on the joint statement from Danforth and Claire to talk about this Trudy Bush. Right. Uh, and you should say, yeah. And you should say too, that like, so yesterday, Claire McCaskill's tweet right. said, Oh, this it was kind of reminds me of Trump's tweet about Billy Long. They're oddly similar. Yes. Like, yeah. like, oh, no, this, this is, is not very, an endorsement, but this boy, is, this is, isn't it? I'm not endorsing anybody, but boy, this is interesting, isn't it? Like, right. that's basically what she said. Her, her actual tweet. So I said that on Monday and then on Tuesday, correct. She tweets, no, I'm sorry, this was 10 hours ago. This was today. <laughs> year, a, year and a day. Yeah, year, year and a day. day. So this is year Wednesday of the 30th. She tweets, things are getting interesting in the hashtag Mosen race. All newcomers on D side, lots of career politicians on the R side. And so I tweet With, out. And she and she included the link. Right, to, it's a quote tweet the, of Trudy Bush Valentine's video. Yes. Of her of her kickoff video so that has 22,000 so, views. I wonder who she's talking about there. Claire McCaskill. Yeah. On her account with 766,000 <laughs> followers <laughs> tweeted this. And so I, I tweet this screenshot of saying, just waiting for, for the endorsement basically from, you know, Danforth and Claire on my personal Twitter, which has 800 followers. Okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I didn't even realize that it happened. I was actually texting and then I won't say the name, but I was texting with somebody else, uh, who friend of the pod friend of the pod so friend uh, of the pod yeah and uh and the friend of the pod said looks like you done pissed off claire lol <laughs> and i was like what so i went to my twitter and sure as shit there's a comment from claire mccaskill herself on my personal twitter <laughs> that, that got I could. I don't know how to read it. I think you should do a couple of different readings of how you think she's saying your name. Like, like dramatic, go ahead and read it. Do a couple. Do a couple. It was, she was definitely disappointed. I know that. Yeah. Um, go ahead and read it out. Go okay. ahead and read it out. <laughs> We're gonna try a few different runs. Yeah. Let's do. Let's do a couple. Uh, okay. This is Adam Summer interpreting <clears throat> with a dramatic <throat> interpretation of Claire McCaskill's admin. I'm not endorsing Twitter. anyone, Adam. I am out of political races, other than commenting on them on TV. That was, that one was mean. Yeah, I don't think Claire sounds like that. I'm just interpreting how she felt in the moment. Yeah, sure. No, it's fair. This is a, this is an acting exercise. Yeah. Uh, okay. Take two. Uh, Take two. <clears throat> give me a little more soft. Give, give me something a little bit softer. I'm not endorsing anyone, Adam. I'm out of political races, other than commenting on them on TV. <laughs> I think 
we're going to stop there. I, I think, think I nailed it. I think that was it. That's what I heard. Yeah. That's what I heard. That's the way that I heard when she was like, oh, sweetheart. Yes. yes. I would never. Yeah. I would never. I just do it from a well-paid couch on MSNBC where I get paid a lot of money and to I'm sorry, speculate about politics. And I'm sorry, tweeting the video of the person that just jumped in and saying, interesting nobody's nobody's reading between the lines on that everybody's all they see is claire mccaskill and her video and boom that's all that is and it's like such a a obvious thing and let's also say that claire mccaskill has never done anything to hide her let's just say skepticism about cory bush ever yeah yeah. and i I, I genuinely i said claire i'd love to have you on the show like i really would love to have her on the show she used to be the prosecutor in the county next to me yeah. Like I would we'd have a ton to talk That's about. That's the thing. That's the thing. Like I've I've said things about I was like when she made that uh uh during the infrastructure bill uh shenanigans during yeah, that haranguing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was got I got pissed at her. And I was like, fuck this, because she came out, she came out hard for Corey. Right. And I was like, listen, no. Like you don't get to be this woman that's like, which federal judge that's an asshole am I gonna vote for during Trump? Like, right. and then criticize her well that was when we got really serious about like oh there's gonna be a challenger in the first like it was like that was kind of the super serious moment and now there's a challenger now there's a challenger um but i you know say what you will about claire mccaskill she is what she looks like she is and plenty of people have yes but yeah there's no shortage of that but she is exactly what she looks like she is and if the if there is I'm going to refer people, <clears throat> which, to... by the way, was a pretty good politician and like by all accounts, a decent prosecutor. And like I've I've talked to a few people who like a couple a couple of my friends during the ACA ha- 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 haggle where Claire, you know, where while she didn't like while she helped kill the public option during Obama and all these other things that made her very unpopular on the left. Um, say what you will about her. She came out vociferously in favor of supporting the ACA and refused to yeah. get rid of it and yeah. was like She's definitely in you could hear her yelling during some of the hearings yeah. on C-SPAN you could hear her like like trying to interrupt the republic the whatever I um, remember talking to one of my aunts who's down in uh southwest Missouri she lives in Branson and uh, she ain't voting for Claire McCaskill but I remember when that race was happening with her and Holly and that aunt was like, I just can't imagine how he's going to beat her. Like, she's such a good politician. It doesn't make sense. And he's so green. I don't, I can't imagine how he could do that. So, I mean, it's like, this is, that's, that's who Claire McCaskill is. And I did, and I did hear the end of that story was that I was talking to a friend of mine about that. And she said, she was, this a friend of mine was working for, I don't know if it was an NGO, whatever, a nonprofit think tank type job in DC. Right. And she said, she's one of the most, she's one of the least controversial senators that, that I have to deal with. Right. Everybody likes and respects her. Everybody, everybody likes and respects her. If she's going to coach Trudy Valentine Bush, Trudy Bush Valentine, that's her name, right. TBV. Right. That's what she, TBV, that's yeah. easy. That's nice and short. I'll TBV her. Um, <laughs> I'll do it. Uh, if that's what they think she's going to be um, and she has money. Right. I'm I'm listening. Yeah. The interesting. We should talk about the intercept story. That's also. She's got a great set of vests. Also, um, good yeah. vests. Good. Yeah. Good. Good cowgirl routine. <laughs> she's got the hats. Yeah. She's got hats. Yeah. The this intercept is what story. W- really quick. I want to say. Yeah. To Claire, because obviously she's got uh, enough time to monitor what I am doing. So, Claire, if you're listening to this, 
um, she's not, but if, okay, you, yeah. if you've got the time or if somebody who listens to things knows Claire and wants, you know, let her know if she's got the time, we'd love to have her. And just Claire, Senator McCaskill, just know uh, you cannot piss on my leg and tell me it's raining. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. You know what that means. I know you know what that means. We're both Missoula lawyers. Of course lawyers. she does. Of course she does what that so, means. So, you know, let's, let's, let's have a chat. Let's have a chat. Anyway, the intercept story. There is a story in the intercept about the unfortunate connections that the Bush family has with white supremacy. They're undeniable. Right. And um, I'll let people, it's all over the, I mean, go to the intercept. It's, it's, there's, there's a story about, uh, Ms. Valentine Bush's history with the veiled prophet uh, ball and her being a debutante in it. And um, I was shocked that her team gave an, an unequivocal, I'm not endorsing her by the way. Like I'm just saying like these, this is the year and the day right. that was yeah. today. This was today. Um, all within the last 48 hours. All, all within the last time. 48 hours. Uh, she gave an apology in a in a state basically she gave a statement to the intercept which was which was an unequivocal apology for her personal history with this organization yeah um and she said i will be a tireless advocate i can't remember exactly what it is um and i was very surprised i was like okay yeah i've got it right right here the the star has picked it up um i failed to fully grasp the situation I should have known better, and I deeply regret and apologize that my actions hurt others. My life and work are way beyond that, and as a candidate for Missouri's next U.S. Senator, I pledge to work tirelessly to be a force for progress and healing the racial divisions of our country, which I'm sure she knows. I mean, obviously, she knows a lot about them uh, living on Grant's farm, right? Yeah, there was at least one tweet today of, like, here's the farm she grew up on. Right, yeah. The Anheuser-Busch Castle. It's the Grant's farm castle, um, which is pretty solid. Uh, McDonald had a farm. (laughs) (laughs) I'll say to, I'll direct people also to the uh, Lindsay Simmons put out another good blog tweet today. I'm I'm telling you, girl, just just, (laughs) just give us the, just write it down, send it to me. It will go on the, we'll just put it out as a thing and then people can read it all at once. (laughs) Instead of those annoying threads. But anyway, she puts out like, it's like an eight or a 10 step or something like piece of advice for if you're going to do this and you have this kind of money and you're sincere, like, these are the things that you should do. Right. Which includes like helping the Missouri democratic party. If you're serious about this. Right. right. Um, I, so that's, there's some really good stuff in there that I, I say that I, I fully agree with my other kind of general comment is if she wants to heal the racial divisions in America, she should probably start with the city in which she was raised. Right. Um, the, the people that I've heard that she's affiliated with in St. Louis are some of the, you know, we'll just say the light of Cruzan kind of segregationalist right. set in the city of St. Louis. And that is not a good look. Um, if you, if what you want to do is unite the base and, and uh, get, get lean R voters mm-hmm. to also come along, you have a lot of work to do. That's a big tent you have to build, Yeah, but don't be an idiot and pretend like the first place to start isn't with the base in Kansas city and isn't with the base in Columbia and yeah. isn't with the base in Springfield and isn't with the base in St. Louis. We've seen people try to go down that road before. I, I still believe in some way that's why Claire McClaskill lost is that she took that vote in some essence for granted. She, right. didn't, really, she didn't really beat the pavement <clears throat> around those districts as much as I think she, she should have. So um, that's, my, that's my advice. More reactions, Adam Summer? What else do you have to say? Yeah, <laughs> so many I, things. I will piggyback on that just to say, you know, on the dealing with the racial issues. 
the place where they brew the beverages, which I'm drinking a bush light tonight, because um, that's what I had in the fridge. I noticed it. I noticed um, it. You are you're a beer bush light. I am guy. a bush light guy. It's my it's my standard kind of yeah. go to. I actually Miller High Life is my favorite standard, but it's it's too heavy. So bush light is my is my easy drinker. But um, the point of that is the place where they brew all of the beer, most of it anyway. Uh, that essentially is f- fueling her run, right? The, the reason that she's able to do this on her own, her own, I say, on the money that her family Bigger has quotes, brewed, her right, own, right, yeah, all by herself, yeah, is because of of that place. And you don't have to go very far from there. You know, a lot of folks who listen to this, I'm sure, have done the Anheuser Busch tour. You don't have to go very far. By the way, the answer to what is the second uh, highest selling or the third highest selling beer is Natural Light, and it's because of where I live in Morrisburg. But all right. The, uh, um, you don't have to go very but far to find blight, right? At all. No. It's a very, very short walk to find places that were left behind and forgotten. And that's a place to start. And, and absolutely rebuilding the Democratic Party in the state of Missouri. If you want to show that you're serious about progress for Missourians, if you want to show that you're serious about progress for folks, whether it's in St. Louis or Columbia, Springfield, Kansas City, and everywhere in between, it is helping to knit back together the blue dots into a blue quilt because we have to have that if it's going to actually move forward in this state. And if you've got this kind of money, if she's genuine, if she's really the things that she that's says right. that she is, that's right. That's, that's right. where you have to start because you've got the money, you've got the time. And it looks like she may have the tent to be able to do it if she's genuinely going to try to do that. Um, because so far, the only candidate, you know, we've talked about this. Spencer's the only one, Spencer Schroeder's the only one that talks that way. And yeah. if, and, and then also backs up the talk. Yeah. And if she's going to talk that way, I want to see her back up the talk. I want to see. Yeah. It. We know she's not going to be like some working class hero. Like right. I wouldn't kind of expect her to be that because that's so inauthentic, but like I would say immediately don't pretend like you're some country girl. Cause everybody knows you're not right. just stand in the full light of what you are a woman of substantial privilege. You're, you're from one of the top, your, your family is in the top 20 of the richest families in the nation. I think they may be even the top fifth. I think they're like 15th or 16th of the wealthiest people in the United States of America, which means that you're one of the richest people in the world. So don't try to do this whole, like, Oh me, I wear jeans. No, stop it. Like just, just be what you are. It's fine. Um, yeah, you can't brag about self-funding your campaign on the one no, hand and then no. pretend to be my no. neighbor on the Don't other be, hand. And so the, the the key to the, the key to doing that is to say like, well, I'm going to I'm going to spend a lot of money on things that are really important to a lot of people. Exactly. And I think that like I would like to see her, I mean, speaking of the Anheuser-Busch Brewery, it is right off the Mississippi River, right? right? It's right off the river. So go walk the river and talk about why you want to build. Like we don't have a Marina in St. Louis. That's ridiculous. Like we should have one, like do things like that. Like talk about the, what this place could be and what it can be again and what your family means to this place. And yeah, own the fact that you have this like inherently racist history with your family. And then we can pivot. Okay. The second, what, what would have been a big story. Okay. Which is the apparent, robbery oh for fuck's sake this is a robbery 
I can't. There was a okay. Yeah, go ahead. Int- spin it up. Introduce. Luke, Lucas Kuntz's campaign office was apparently burglarized, and they took it's all a, of his stuff, except for all yeah. of his email address, the email addresses, and because because we all and got I the guess, email. I guess somebody else was also there was another campaign office that was burglarized, and also in Independence. I saw that on one of the threads of the many people that really do not like Lucas Kuntz in the uh, general STL area. So that Um, makes it even more odd to me because according to the email from the campaign and how he's talked about it, this was a hit job by the political establishment. I have to say, I have to, I have to say, so I I have on my own Twitter, which was very, my Twitter has been a bit of a flurry the last couple of days uh, because it just doesn't stop. It's Um, it's been a, it's been a crazy, been a crazy few days. Um, And, one of them is a thread that I wrote about uh, what he said on Twitter, which is probably the same thing he said in his email mm-hmm. about the office break-in. I'm sure which it was is that it was a, a political hit job. Yeah. Um, no one is afraid. Like, no one is. I don't even. So he's basically trying to allege that the reason somebody broke into his office is because they're trying to intimidate him because he represents such a such a disruption in the mm-hmm. fabric of political norms that they yeah. just want to take him down. Okay. The boy is from a, he's a beltway guy, right? He's not so, like he's, he's definitely not. He spends most of his time on rising and which is fine. That's fine. He but can to do say that. I'm Good some anti-establishment like, guy. Yeah, and then you're on pretty. I, I would say that media. like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know that I would call those like establishment. I mean, they're, they're definitely not, but like, he definitely not doesn't legacy spend... media, but they're bit like they're pretty big. I not... mean, he's 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 certainly trying to paint himself into something that he yeah. I think isn't, which is that he's this like grassroots. Like, no, right. you're on the Council of Foreign Relations, right? You went to Harvard, right? You've been working at a think tank, man. Like, yeah, you're working at a think tank. You were you were a Sloan fellow. Like, yeah, most, calm down. most people that you're trying to get to vote for, you don't know how to get a job at a think tank, right? And don't even know what the Council on Foreign Relations is, <laughs> right? Um, so the idea that like, he's too much of a shakeup for the political establishment, like, so now you're going to pivot from, now he's going to pivot from talking like Josh Howley. We called him like pro-choice Josh Howley a couple times. Right. Yeah. Now I'm going to call him what the fuck a Greitens clone. Like, what is this with mm-hmm. this, like this paranoia? What I, I wonder if he believes it, which is really weird. I, none of it makes any sense to me. I, I can't imagine my first reaction to so listen, if I walked in and if I saw that my office had been broken into, my first thought would be like, holy shit, is everybody okay? Mm-hmm. What did they take? And I would send out a message saying, dude, the, the, we're, we're, we filed a police report. We don't know what happened. I just want to let you know that everybody's cool. We're fine. Um, we found out that also like down the road, somebody else's. Um, so we don't know if this was like vandalism. We don't know if this was theft. We don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I would try to keep it so cool. And be so low-key about it. I certainly wouldn't go on Twitter and be like, this is definitely somebody trying to bring me down. Like, who the... What do you have in your office? Like, what is it that you think that you're political? Like, how is that taking revenge on you? Or just, like, no, what what somebody would do right now in the modern world if they want to take you down is they would build an army of Twitter bots and just, like, attack you on social media. Like, what are you talking about? It's like the way that, like, the guys on Always Sunny would have reacted. Like they would walk oh in God, and find that it so had been pathetic, right? That true. the office had been robbed. And then the, and then Mac would turn to Charlie and Dennis and he would say, you know, who did this? Those goddamn political Our, elites. That's who did this. <laughs> that's right. The political elites. <laughs> that's not even, that's so accurate. 
it makes me it kind of breaks my heart a little bit because right. that's exactly right. Like a, you're exactly it's a plot right. Point from a yeah. From a a totally absurd television show right. about completely <laughs> dysfunctional people, <laughs> and that's people, yeah. and it's like like it's like the perfect <laughs> comparison. And that's sad. Um, <sighs> but I, it sounds like somebody like it does sound like there were people. I'm not saying that his office wasn't broken into. I'm not saying he yeah. staged it or anything. I'm just saying like that is the most fucking bizarre like way to respond to a crime and i wonder like if i again if i were his campaign manager i'd be like did you what did you say yeah you said what to who oh my god like how the hell are we Mm -hmm. gonna raise money now Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this is also a guy who's never ever in missouri and i wonder if the reason he got so mad and said that is because he wasn't even there right like his office, I would be like impressed his... if he knows where the office is. I'll be very honest. Oh, he knows what the office is. Come on. He knows uh-huh. where the office is. Mm, well. <laughs> um, so the last thing, uh, really, really yes, quick, sir. we've got like two yeah. minutes here. Yeah. So uh, the, the race in the first week, we touched on it at the beginning. Um, alleged rapist Stephen Roberts has entered the chat uh, against Corey Bush. Uh, according to Twitter, um, it was a bad idea. <laughs> there's <laughs> there's talk about one... the dragging of drags. The I don't know, like there is a thread that he did leave up because he so he made this announcement in the most tone deaf way in the history of rapists running for office I've ever seen, which was like, I'm going to save the first district from somebody who doesn't know how to fight for it. And right. I was like, Bruh. yeah, that's what yeah, that's what Corey Fush. Yeah. Say what you will about her. Like she knows how to fight, if nothing else. So the comments came so fast and so hard. Mm. He shut them off. Yeah. No comments. He got Comments. dragged so hard. I think Twitter officially had to change his username to Hamburger Merrick's. Like, <laughs> just... <laughs> but then he put up. So then yesterday, yeah, yesterday he put up another like, "Here I come, Missouri's first mm-hmm. to save you from this demon woman." Um, like again, you want to talk about like this guy is from a family that's basically like the Trumps of St. Louis. Like he comes from a family. He's they're multimillionaires. They're right, super rich. Real estate developers. Yeah. super rich super duper rich like uh like mega like they were billionaires at one time i just found out like hella rich people right so he put up another tweet and like there were like two there was like somebody from like whose who's handle whose twitter handle is like somebody in the ozarks and somebody who was like i think it's great you're trying to run against her and somebody said congratulations the one person that likes you lives in middle the middle of missouri <laughs> and can't vote for you and it, i mean i hate to laugh because it's so disgusting right. that the missouri democratic party didn't reject any of his filing fees ever in the right. history of his lame ass uh. political career they could have just said no thank you to him they should um yeah. but i think that there are plenty of people in st louis that are so shook by the victories of Tashara Jones, Kim Gardner, and Corey Bush that they're just right. like, oh, let the rich kid have it. Oh, did he really rape those? Oh, we don't really know. Did we really know that? Oh, right. I don't know. He seems like such a nice young such man. A nice guy, let yeah. him. Nice yeah, whatever. Man. Like, I, what, he wouldn't really drug anybody, would he? So, right. um, but yeah, if you want to, I mean, as traumatizing as it is uh, to read the Twitter handle of somebody, but he's been in office for a while. I'm kind of immune to the fact that he's there it's, it's, it's by some measure because he's my senator, which is yeah. disgusting. Um, but man, that I forget what day that I think it was yesterday's like, hey, I'm coming for you, Missouri's first. The comments under that 
will make your heart glow with pride for where we live. Like yeah. they're so they weren't good. as funny as the ones on Scott Fitzpatrick's little tweet. Uh, his oh, that little... is like a late. That's like Conan O'Brien's best uh, team could never have come up with that. No. Like that was that is that is approached it right there. That is gorgeous. Uh, well, let's let's leave it with laughing at Scott Fitzpatrick because that's all right. You do and uh, thanks for hopping on and uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see you. Thank we'll see you. you Sunday. All right. The Heartland Pod is a production of Midmap Media, LLC. Follow us on Twitter with at the Heartland Pod. With email, you can reach us, heartlandpod2020 at gmail.com. Online with heartlandpod.com. Subscribe and please sign up for our Patreon with patreon.com slash heartlandpod. Become a podhead or an official podgressive today and unlock all of our content. See you at the next show.